This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. Welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. As always, we've got an unbelievable show for you. Why? Well, because it's imbued with spirituality. We're coming to you, as always, from the from the city of Jerusalem, the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world. And I've got an unbelievable show for you. I'm telling you, trust me, it's unbelievable with a capital U and a capital believable. It's going to be a good show. But first, if you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. M-A-N, AaronKatzman.com, AaronKatzman.com. So, are you sick of mounting debt or living from paycheck to paycheck? It sounds like the introduction to an infomercial, right? But it is not, because that's what we're going to talk about. We want to talk about financial empowerment. Empowerment, probably, is the way to pronounce it. I can't tell you how many people I meet with, I meet with, who cry, literally cry. In fact, if you know my office, if you've ever been in my office, and if you haven't, you should come in. It's quite an experience. I've got, like, tissues that I keep in my office because people just start crying all the time. It's not because, well, I have that effect on people, I guess. No, it's because when they describe their financial situation to me and we really get into the depth, the innards, of their financial situation, and it's not so good. They start crying. They they lay it all out on the table, both literally and uh, and metaphorically. What many people don't realize is that you can change your financial future, and you can take control of your money instead of your money taking control of you. Right? I've said that many times before. The whole goal of being financially independent is that you know where all your money is going. You're in charge of the money, not the money taking control of you. So how can how can you take control of your finances and become financially empowered? It really isn't nearly as hard as you think. Now, there are many people out there, people who write also, who say you need to be rich in order to be financially independent, right? You need to make a quarter of a million dollars a year. You've got to have a couple million dollars in the bank. Hogwash. It's not true. In reality, you need to be able to cover your expenses with your income, right? Living within your means, accounting for each expense and saving, right? It's not all about all of your assets. Your expenses play a huge part in the equation as well. If you scale down your lifestyle just a bit, you can achieve independence on a much more modest sum of money than you ever dreamed was possible. Now, I want to give you some tips on how you can get on the path to financial empowerment. But before that, just want to remind you, if you've got any questions or comments, email me at Aaron at A-A-R-O-N at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So we're talking about that it really isn't so difficult to become financially uh, secure, financially independent, financially empowered, whatever 
uh, adjective you want to use in order to ex- you know, explain your financial situation it really isn't so tough. It's not as tough as it's made out to be uh, in the financial media where they're like, oh, you've got to have all this money. You've got to have a salary, a job, which is paying you a quarter of a million dollars a year. As I said before, this is not true. So I want to give you a few tips um, that will help get you on that path. Number one is to set a date. I'm a real believer that people need to set goals to achieve sought-after milestones. Okay, my whole practice is, I was explaining to a lady in a meeting today, I have a, what's called a goals-based practice. It's not just about accumulating how much money is um, possible, inherently possible, but it's really to use your money or to create an investment portfolio that you can, it's, that, that you can cr- grow your money in a way that it can then serve whatever you need it to serve you for, whether it's retirement, whether it's to marry off children, right? The, you need to set goals, just like in life you need to set goals, right? If you want to effectively lose weight, you've got to figure out how much you want to lose. If you just say to yourself, I just, oh, I'm just going to lose some weight, trust me, it doesn't work that way, right? You have to say, okay, I want to lose, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 12 pounds and then set out a course of action to do it. You'll be, that's a lot more effective than saying, yeah, I just want to lose. I don't know how much I want to lose. I just want to lose weight, right? That, then you're setting yourself up for disaster. It's obviously important to set a realistic date for when you like to be financially independent. If you're in debt and you say, you know, by the end of next week, I want to retire and uh, a millionaire. Well, that's probably not a great idea. My chances are, I think I would encourage everybody to go to Vegas, put money on the fact that that's not going to happen. And I don't encourage gambling on the podcast. Please don't gamble. But in such a situation, it would be like taking money, taking candy from a baby, as they say. Um, as a guide for how much money you might need in the future, and that'll help you set a date you know, for when you want to be independent, I think it, I, I, I encourage clients to try and um, save up 20 years worth of this current year's expenses. Okay, What's that mean? Let's say you spend, for example, $30,000 a year right? times 20 years. That would mean you need $600,000. Now, that might sound like a really, really daunting figure, but no. Why? Because keep in mind that any kind of pension in Israel, in, in the state's uh, social security, any other foreign pension income that you might get, that's going to obviously lower the amount of money that you're already going to need. So if you receive, let's say, $20,000 a year in retirement income from government pensions, private pensions, that re- means you really only need another $10,000 of supplemental income which means that instead of needing $600,000, you might need somewhere around two to $300,000, which is a much more, for many, much more realistic and achievable goal. So that's number one, set a date. Number two, allow your money to start working for you, right? You need to make saving and investing a priority. Make a habit, I'm like a broken record, right? Pay yourself first every month. But when you, when you start doing your budget or whatever it is, Right. Instead of paying the utilities or paying the cable or whatever, paying Netflix, pay yourself. Right. Have siphon off money that goes immediately into an investment or savings account. Right. Whether you're investing in real estate where you're going to run a monthly rent check or index funds, dividend stocks, whatever, focus on a slow and steady approach to building wealth. It might be tempting to find the stock, right? Hit a home run so that you can just do all years of work into one specific stock trade. But it generally doesn't work that way. More often than not, people who try that end up losing all the money um, that, they, that, they, uh, that they put away. I like to tell 
that uh, I once had a story of a client back in the go-go days of the, before the high-tech bubble burst who wanted – his whole goal was to become a millionaire-owning Nokia stock. And the fact is he got really, really close. He was like into the 900,000s. And then what happened? Well, March the 12th, the market crashed. That was the high. The market started dropping, 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 and Nokia went basically into oblivion. And instead of being a millionaire, he became like a $10,000 heir or whatever the word would be. <laughs> so don't don't try you know, and hit a grand slam. Um, what you want to do is when building assets and building wealth, slow and steady. That's just the way. It's rules of the day. It is the way proven time and time again to make um, to make the money that you need. Three, tip number three, go for it. Jump in. T- individuals often wait to begin investing. Why? Because they think that they don't have enough money. They think their account is too small. If they don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars, there's no point in investing. Wrong. Newsflash, that is bad advice. I often met meet with couples that, that have been recently married, let's say, and they've got, you know, from wedding money, wedding money, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. And it's, I said, well, what did you do with it? Well, it's just sitting in the bank. I said, well, why on earth is it sitting in the bank? They go, well, we thought it was, you know, we spoke to people that said it's not enough money to get started. Nonsense. Okay, so basically, you put your money in the bank for three years at zero interest. Well, that was really smart. Great way to start off your marriage. <clears throat> right. What should they have done? Obviously, they should have gotten, gotten ready. They should have started and invested their money. And three years later, you know, past performance is no, no indication of future results. But they would have had a lot more than the $50,000 they started with that they invested three years ago. That's for sure. So with intelligent and measured investing, that thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 can be a great starting point to get, your way, to get you on the way to becoming financially empowered. So those are the three tips, right? Jump in. Start investing. Okay. Set a goal, know you know by when you want to be secure, and get your money to work for you, right? Pay yourself first. Start investing. That is the that's going to really do a long go a long way to become to allow you to become financially empowered. You've been listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. As always, if you got any questions or comments, or you think what I said was unbelievably brilliant or unbelievably stupid, feel free to let me know about that. And email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.